What up, what up, y'all? This is Complex. What's up? This is Zena. We are the I-N-D-I-G-E-N-O-U-S-C-A-T-S Indigenous Cat. Yeah, yeah. You listen to Step Off Magazine, y'all. Bless, bless. Internets, welcome to another episode of Step Off Radio, the official podcast of Step Off Magazine. We got a great show lined up for you guys on the podcast today. Today I'm joined by recording artists Complex and Ina of underground hip-hop group Indigenous Cats. They're an underground hip-hop duo that regularly incorporate philosophies of decolonization, fostering pan-Indigenous unity across the American diaspora, and are rising stars in LA's underground hip-hop scene. We got a wonderful conversation that we can't wait to share with y'all, but first we got some words from friends of the show, so we'll see you in just a sec when we come back. All right, peace. Kiwarasa, powerful, persistent, and prolific. We are Perseverance Clothing. Look us up, www.perseveranceclothing.net. Shop now, you won't regret it. Y que iba la raza. Shout out to Step Off Magazine. Stay up, listen up. We out here. Much love. Internets, before we start today's show, we just want to remind you all that Step Off Radio is available on all major podcast streaming platforms. Yo, we got the show on so many different platforms, guys. We got available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeart Podcast Network, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Podcast Addict, Overcast, Breaker, Podchaser, TuneIn, and of course, SoundCloud. Step Off Radio is 100% free with minimal commercial interference, and we're always bringing you that rough, rugged, and raw hip-hop, art, culture, and contemporary politics. Step Off Radio is truly the podcast for the people, y'all. So make sure you head on over to your favorite podcast streaming platform and make sure to click that subscribe button and make sure to share and review. underground hip-hop group from Los Angeles, California. Comprised of MC Complex and MC slash vocalist Ina, this literal power couple traces their roots to El Salvador and the islands of the Philippines and Russia. Influenced by the sounds of underground hip-hop, reggae, and jazz, inspired by hip-hop artists such as Gangstar, Tribe Called Quest, Jedi Mind Tricks, Wu-Tang, MF Doom, Jay Dilla, Atmosphere, 
as well as singers like Erica Badu, Lauren Hill, Aretha Franklin, Amy Winehouse, and Bob Marley, and so much more, the Southern California duo has strived to create inspirational music that is timeless not only for modern listeners, but for future generations to come as well. Utilizing classic boom-bap production that evoked the nostalgia of hip-hop's golden era and conjured images of classic New York artists of yesteryear, together, indigenous cats create a tapestry of different sounds, ideas, and philosophies in their music that is quite unlike anything being created by their peers in underground hip-hop today. Having garnered a dedicated and growing following online, the two have quickly become one of the most prominent torchbearers at the forefront of indigenous resistance within the hip-hop community. During our discussion today, we were able to talk about the history of indigenous cats, the mixtape of Traveling Souls Project, making music in the age of COVID, and the colonization of indigenous resistance in hip-hop. With that said, we here at Step Up Radio are proud to present to you all a conversation with Complex and Ina of Indigenous Cats. All right, internets, welcome to another episode of Step Off Radio, the official podcast of Step Off Magazine. We got some special guests here on the pod today. We got Indigenous Cats, we got Complex and Ina. Thank you for coming to the show today, guys. Thank you for having us, man. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. Of course, you know, it's a pleasure. You know, so for our listeners out there that may not be familiar with your guys' work, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Uh, You know, what is it that you guys do? Who are Indigenous Cats? Indigenous Cats. Hmm. (laughs) We're we're a couple. (laughs) To start it off, we're definitely a couple. Uh, Indigenous Cats. Uh, My name is Complex. So a lot of people call me Calm or Plex. Mm -hmm. uh, But it's Complex and it's spelled like Calm. Mm -hmm. And then, of course... um, I'm Ina. Ina? So I call Ina, yeah. And then together we're Indigenous Cats, yeah. Of course. We each make our own individual music. I want to say mainly was a singer, but super dope MC, and I'm I've been MCing for a long time. But he's a super dope singer too. He just you In know the, he hasn't really low key. <laughs> just give it to myself. I ain't ready to express but the world. The, once the world hears <laughs> his singing voice, it's gonna be like, oh my gosh, it's yeah. so nice. And we're just, pretty. We're pretty. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I want to say I'm pretty underground. I like a lot of underground artists. I do like some mainstream artists too. I just like art in general, whatever is unique and original. And that's kind of what we base ourselves out. Likewise. Yeah, we kind of like to just keep it to ourselves and original, you know what I mean? And then uh, we love indigenous cultures, you know what I mean? That's where kind of indigenous cats, because we like to, we're cats, the cats are like people, you know what I mean? So like indigenous people in a way, like we do respect that. And then uh, everything that revolves around that where it comes to health and, you know, Mother Earth and cool things like that. Also in the modern world, you know, keeping it, keeping intellectual and things like that. So we definitely, and we're all about connecting with people, always keeping a good vibe, you know, definitely. Yeah. So if you, if you haven't heard of us, if you ever see us, if you ever heard of us, people that have met us, you're always going to be like, Digitous Cats are cool peeps, man, because they're always like super, super cool with peeps, man. So at least we try to be, you know? Yeah, no doubt, exactly. You answered that first part so good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so like, so let's start from the beginning, guys. So like, as you said, you guys are MCs, you know, you're singers. Let's talk about your early years. Did you guys grow up in musical or artistic households? You know, like what kind of music did you both listen to growing up and what was being played regularly in the home? 
So I grew up, um, I was raised by my grandma, and then when I was six years old, I moved in with all my sisters and my mom, which was a huge change for, you know, my life. And um, I have really older sisters, and they were always bumping, you know, some R&B, so I grew up in an R&B type of environment. But then it wasn't until my sister, she actually played this atmosphere song. From a head full of pressure, rest the senses that I clutched. Made a date with divinity, but she wouldn't let me fuck. I got touched by a hazy shade of God, helped me change. Caught a rush on the floor from the life in my veins. From a head full of pressure, rest the senses that I clutched. Made a date with divinity, but she wouldn't let me fuck. I got touched by a hazy shade of God, helped me change. Caught a rush on the floor from the life in my veins. It goes one for the cannabis, and two for your Dianetics. Three for the reasoning, and four for those that try to get it. Five for your love and six for the stress and seven for the day that I climbed into this mess from a head full of rest senses that I was I made an eight with divinity but she wouldn't let me fuck and I got touched by AC help me change and caught a rush on the floor from the light in my and um that's when the whole door to the underground world kind of opened for me and then just growing up she would play Jay Dilla you know uh Atmosphere, she played Rajanilai. So just a lot of older underground heads. And it, um, it just definitely was like, it reeled me in, you know? Mm-hmm. So. And what's, yeah. the, what, what's the age gap between you and your siblings? So my older sister, she is 31 now. She's 31. And then my other older sister, she is 28. And then my other sister, she's 25. Okay. Oh, I'm the baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's the next question is like a new layer. <laughs> Age to be yeah. unknown. <laughs> Keep yeah. the mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I, I guess yes. my, yeah, myself, I grew up like... Well, and then there was all, my dad played a lot of Sublime and like Sublime. Nirvana. So Yeah. And, uh, you know, R.E.M., a Rage Against the Machine, R.E.M. <laughs> so it's actually the first time I heard R.E.M. for Rage Against the Machines, but I like Rage Against the Machines. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, my dad's a rebel, so I grew up like listening to like music like that, and then um, yeah, yeah. My mm-hmm. mom was like a Whitney Houston. She played her, so I think a lot of inspiration for singing came from her too. Mm. But I'm gonna pass the mic. <laughs> How about you, Plex? What's your story? 
Uh, <laughs> I guess growing up, I, it's so so random at first. My dad, you know, my dad likes classics for sure. He would play like classics, bro. I'm talking about like those cassettes, you know. What I mean? <laughs> growing up, he just played classics, and then my mom was always just bumping like cumbias, you know, and salsa and stuff. And then as I got older, I, I was like, I went through kind of like a funny hip hop phase at first. I was like. 50 Cent, you know, all those things. And then, and then my cousin, which I'm actually out here in Oregon with, actually, but uh, one of them, but uh, he just go to his house, dude, and he had nothing but underground albums. Like, nothing, bro. Like, I'm talking about Gangstar. Like, everybody, bro. Like, Tank for Wu-Tang, sure. Wu-Tang was the man, you know? He said everything. He would buy the albums, and he was into art. And me and my cousins were like, you know, he was like, up here for us, you know? We were always be like, what, what? Show us the next thing. And then, uh, I just started. I started rapping like in eleventh grade for me. Like eleventh grade, I had a lot of alone time because I moved to a different school, and I would just freestyle all day. Passing around the opportunities, humanity, stopping insanity drastically. Depending the mic, like the striper. Why even fight or get types of hyper? If it ain't making me make some cheddar or whatever, let's get better. Don't any cheese. I'm trying to keep it vegan. Whatever we on the mic, we always speaking for what I believe in. Reaching and reaching for the higher opportunity and see it shining quality and beautifully all over communities where we unify. Let me try, even to the day that I die, my spirit will fly back to the sky. Now rise to my empire, something that I aspire to be. Put on the wire, then put on a beat. I start to speak, and it's nice with the opportunity. I lost my voice, but it's my choice to keep on talking. I spark it, pass me the light, and I just might, despite that damage. I guess I'm just a savage, and I'm just trying to be above the average damage. But we got a bandage, and I'm covered up. that's just where I've been at. So that's kind of where my underground phase started from for me. And then I just, I, I started off freestyle. That's literally where hip hop started for me. It was kind of like a, it, it was a healer for me, honestly. Definitely. Say, I feel like it saved my life in a way. <laughs> Definitely. Hip hop yeah. just saved my life. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So, you know, you, you guys are both multidisciplined artists, you know, you're MCs, you're both singers um, and you both, you know, you, you can tell from the music and also what you guys post on social media as well. You guys have this deep, profound appreciation for hip hop and hip hop culture, you know. Was there like an aha moment, like when you just like fell in love with hip hop and you just like, wow, like this is all I want to do? I guess I'll set that one off because yes, bro. I, you know what? I didn't even thought about that in a long time until right now. I was like, I, we were in the homie's garage and we used to always hit hookahs, be smoking hookah and like drinking a beer and like having fun rapping and then one day we were just freestyle I had already moved back from 11th grade it was like right after high school uh, yeah like right, uh, right after high school I want to say like and we were just freestyle day and one day I hit this bar I hit these crazy bars and we were all like oh, and I was like you know what bro I want to do this for the rest of my life man and I, and I, I literally remember that right now I was like I want, and then we were all they were like dude you should you should bro and then I, ever since then I was like I was like I started I started picturing more but but uh when I I just remember when I was younger I would always uh I don't know why I just I just remember but I used to visualize me singing on a stage when I was really young um I, I used to go to sleep like that when I was like really little like four but um yeah but definitely I think uh as far as like um consistency it started then in my, my friend's garage for sure definitely for me so I'm, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pass it to Ina right here but um Definitely for me at that time. I just remember that. Thanks for reminding me of that, by the way. 
The question was, um, was there a certain time when hip when I was like that time moment? Um, you know what? I feel like I had little aha moments, you know, but I was growing up. I always felt like, oh no, it's not possible. You know what I mean? I've always sang, you know, been a bedroom singer, but um, I wasn't the greatest, so there was a lot of criticism. So for me, it honestly, I it unraveled itself to me as the process came along, and then I met him, and then he kind of just like shined his light, and it and it helped me see my potential and my art and my you know my work or my just it helped me see what was possible for me too yeah. i've always been a lover of hip-hop though and underground um i never strayed away from it after i heard you know that first song by atmosphere <laughs> <laughs> and then you know the door was open um and then i found erica badu lauren hill and it was so funny because I would listen to Lauren Hill, right? But only like her hits when I was young. Absolutely. And that actually leads me into my next question. So the two of you, you are into hip hop, underground hip hop. You guys are kind of doing your own thing. How and when did you guys first meet? And what was the catalyst for the two of you to join forces and ultimately form Indigenous Cats? Hmm. We met like two and a half years. Well, okay, so I've known him. I've known this cat for like five years. <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. It was actually pretty cool. So the first time... So I kept running into him like five years ago, but you know, we had our own lives going on. Um, but he had, 
gifted me and my sisters mushrooms. <laughs> I don't know. I could say this, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that was. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and that was my first experience, and I was fortunate enough to have such a trustable um, source, and also been able to do it with my sisters. It's very healing, you know. And then ever since then, I would see him in the stores because we lived in the same town, you know. And I'd be like, "Thank you so much for that. It was so beautiful." And then, um, uh, he actually is friends with my sister's boyfriend, who's a producer. And I was already, you know, making music before I met him. And then we met again when kind of like our lives were like not doing things and you know doing other things. Um, then we just decided to get yeah. together and yeah, we kind of like got experiment to, with music. Yeah, we got together <laughs> and then like we, we were messing with music in our own way. And then we, uh, I had this like project going on with the homie, and she was like, do some vocals on it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it just we were like, oh, we should start something. That sounded too fire. And then like one day we were chilling and uh, it just sparked up, bro. We, we just started doing music and yeah, it just started music. And I guess, I mean, I might as well just bring up that, like the whole indigenous, I mean, if you want me to mention the whole indigenous cats thing as well, like how that sparked up, but that's that's where it all started, you know, as a couple. And then eventually just growing and we've just been working at it ever since, you know what I mean? But definitely, yeah. It's really- yeah, from the beginning, like um, the cultural aspect has always been really huge for us too like even before we met and then when we met it was kind of like wow this person is you know we have so so much in common with how we see things and like culturally and it was cool yeah so and yeah and then we were after a show we were sitting down and we had performed or we were just about to perform and um he was like yo i want to start a group that has indigenous in it. I used to always wear this hat, bro, that said indigenous. Like, it just said indigenous. And I always, and I liked that, and it, it just was a thing. And then, yeah, like how she was saying, we just kind of, like, we're at a show. And then as soon as he said indigenous, I turned around and I was like, indigenous cats. Like, literally. <laughs> it was the first name we ever thought of. I'm not even lying. And then um, we looked it up, and no one had yeah, we were like, I was like, I was like, indigenous cats? I was like. That's pretty fire. I was, yeah, like, and I was like, I feel like I had heard it before. I was like, I think someone has that, but I think we're taking, thinking like typical cats and like other names. Mm-hmm. And like, we looked it up, bro, and cats is nobody awesome. had it anywhere. Like, I'm talking about like, no, like we looked up indigenous cats on Instagram and like a few cats came up, like literally indigenous cats, you know, <laughs> like some tigers <laughs> and like online, same thing and nothing. So we were like, oh, let's get a website. And we just, we just went off from that. You know what I mean? And then I feel like everybody... I feel like how you how you feel like say say you think about something however your first feeling of it is mm-hmm. a lot of people are gonna feel the same way in the world you know what I mean not everybody's the same but and I think a lot of people when they hear indigenous cats are like I heard of you guys before <laughs> and they never even heard about us sometimes like I'm, I feel like I've heard about you guys I was like I felt the same way when I first when I first heard the name bro but uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you you know <laughs> so it's a cool name though it has a good vibration to it you know what I mean I think it's important yeah absolutely yeah. So in 2019 is when Indigenous Cats is finally birthed and you guys officially become this duo. 2019? Was it? You know what? Yeah, it was like on Valentine's Day of 2019. We had done a show and that show was the first show that we announced ourselves as Indigenous Cats. So we probably, yeah, around that time because we were working on your album in 2018. Uh, so it was like 2018, 2019 and shit. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. 
the thing I like about you, I, I love hip hop duos. Like, you know, like that is like, that's hip hop right there. Whether it's EPMD or Gangstar, oh, yeah. Pete Rock and CL Smooth. And the thing is, is that, you know, it, it hurts my heart, but, you know, groups and duos in hip hop are increasingly becoming a rarity. You know, yeah. artists, they are increasingly opting to be solo. What made yeah. you guys decide to become a duo as opposed to, you know, just continuing on doing your own solo stuff? Why not, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what? <laughs> and how she says, why not? You know what? I think if um, a duo, a duo has to come naturally. I think that's what happens, you know? I think, I think though, everything's all about, like, do your own thing, you know what I mean? Like, fuck everybody and, like, you know, take care of your business. But in reality... You know, if it, if it comes naturally, it's actually a really nice thing to do. You know what I mean? Because uh, that's how it happened. It was just like we just performed. I had the homie. She was singing. And I was rapping. And it just it just went so nice. You know what I mean? And people actually liked us a lot better together. Like, I always had, like, a raw. I'm always, like, that raw. And she's always so smooth. And when we came together, it brought both of those crowds together. You know what I mean? Like, people that love singing, they're always coming to watch. People that like raw hip-hop, they come to watch. Mm -hmm. And it's become, like, a thing. You know what I mean? Where we both get love. And, and it's... It's been dope, and we're still we're still trying to do like our own individual thing too because I think that's important. You know what I mean? To like have a it's like it's like a hip hop's like kind of like the path within yourself. You know what I mean? Like with the couple or whatever, you gotta you gotta be an individual person. Wow, you know if you guys because if at any point you guys get too commingled, that's also dangerous. If at any point you guys hit too far, that's also dangerous. You know what I mean? So it's it's a fine line. You know what I mean? You gotta like. You gotta make music, but do your own thing at the same time. Because then, if you know, you know, you, you can't get too confused with what you want to do. So, it's been natural, bro. I think uh, it's been a natural thing to be be a duo, and I think it's a cool thing if you have a duo. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, if anyone wants to start a band, let's start a band. You know? really? <laughs> I would love to start a band, man. But that'd be fun. But that's even that's even more hardcore. You know what I mean? To start a band because then you got like five people, and then everybody got to come together. Yeah. I think that has to come natural too. I mean, you know, the little discipline, but the thing that I've noticed with people that do groups or want to start like a collective, it gets a little like um, uh, too much for some. There's so many different personalities, right? And um, sometimes people don't want to practice, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it's definitely a blessing. <laughs> Yeah, no, hey, uh, that's true, bro. I, I feel, I feel that's me right now because I've been like doing some stuff and I like write my flows and be like, let's practice together. Oh, I'll be like, like hold on, practice. hold on, hold on, let me do something real quick. You know what I mean? And like, shit, practice. So, yeah, I can see how it gets hard being a duo. You, you definitely gotta be like committed in, in in a certain way. But that's why it's important to always keep doing your thing. You know what I mean? Because the moment someone like, definitely. you know, they're busy with something, you can still do your thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not, you're not just worried about just what you guys got. You know. You're yeah. doing your own thing, and that's really important in life. I feel like yeah, like if it, always do your own thing, so that way you never feel like someone's holding you back. You know what I mean? In whatever aspect that is, so yeah, yeah. If it's available at the time, you know, if people want to like work with you and you want to work with people, like let it flow, let it flow naturally. Yeah, it has to flow naturally. You know, sometimes like energy is real, and um, when you guys are off. <laughs> You probably won't create something great, you know what I mean? So yeah. you might as well just tap into your own source of energy and um, work with what you got, what is accessible. And if someone's there that wants to collab with you, then definitely take take the opportunity if you Dude, want. I got but some not, I got some super dope. Sorry to cut you off, but I got some super dope homies that uh 
you know, I was, I was shooting something. Yeah, let's kick it. I won't hear from him for three months, and I'll finally get a verse. You know what I mean? And then it's so fire. They're like, I made it whenever I, you know, when it was time. You know, I was like, oh, it's cool with me, bro. So it's like that's how it is. You know, sometimes it's just like let it flow. You know what I mean? Or like spark ideas, but never like uh, never get stagnant or or shoot something at somebody. Just keep moving. Yeah. That's why you should keep moving, and when, it'll, it'll come back. You know what I mean? If it's meant to be, and I think that's that's a good process to to keep in mind. You know what I mean? Always be doing your thing. If people want to work, work. If it's not time for them, keep doing your thing. And like, it's it's a beautiful thing, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you guys just have this natural chemistry, which shows through in your music. Obviously, you guys just have like this natural flow that just goes together. And I think that one thing that also shines through is that you guys are very much on the same page as far as the sound of your music. Now, you guys have been making music here in California for the past several years. And I kind of wanted to go into a little bit more about your influences. You know, when one listens to your guys' music, you can definitely hear the boom bap production influence in there, you know. You guys rhyme over stuff that brings back the memories of nostalgia from hip-hop's golden era. You know, there's images of Gangstar and J. Ru the Damager and Jedi Mind and the Fugees and MF Doom. You know... <laughs> I love all those <laughs> It's like traveling so fast <laughs> yeah, you know, like what inspired your sound, you know, especially being like cats that are from the West Coast, you know, what inspired you guys to take this active role in kind of pursuing that sound, especially when it's not something that's particularly common for artists on the West Coast here in California? Hmm. What inspires our sound? Honestly, ever since I heard underground hip hop, especially like Trap Club Quest. That has all in Fugees, you know, that has always been like the hardest um, sound in hip hop. And like that sound, that old school sound, I really fuck with that sound. I also fuck with a lot of jazzy, jazzy soul. So just I like mixing those sounds, too, because I feel like like you could I could even do like tribal, you know, you're like a channel for a house of endless doors of hip-hop and music to come through and um but yeah um just that like underground i don't know why i keep thinking of tripod fest i don't know that has such a big inspiration and the far side you know so like yeah it's natural bro i feel like it depends it depends like yeah you could do other stuff like for marketing and this and this and that but uh at the end of the day i mean i think i feel like i always told myself i was like if I'm gonna put anything out, it's gonna be something I want to listen to. You know what I mean? Something that I really enjoy, and I and I enjoy that type of music. You know what I mean? So like, it might not be for everybody, but uh, it's it's really inspiring because when we go out, you know what I mean? People say it's really refreshing to hear. It's kind of like what you said. It kind of just like reminded me of like, we're like, you guys are you guys are like kind of weird, but it's so dope because it's just it's, yeah, it's like- almost like it's a reminder of something dope. But like, and then like the whole indigenous casting, and, and it's just been inspiring to keep it OG. So it's all. It's so natural. It's it's so funny because that's usually like all we listen to. So when people say like, wow, your sound is like so like, I haven't heard that in a while. It's like, what did, what did, what did you say? You said the other day that, that Jizz uh, said something on like Ciroc's page or something like that. Like, uh, okay. No. So, um, Jizz is dope by the way. Jizz is hard. Yeah. He (laughs) said something like that really stuck and actually inspired me in my creative writing and my musical writing and, he said artists need to do something different 
they need to really like research or not even research or look within. That was Riz. I said Jizza. No, it's Jizza. Oh really? Yeah, it was Jizza. Oh, they said Riz. It's so close. You know what I mean? Sorry, man. <laughs> no, it's just but um. It's just one letter, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they were saying how like nowadays all he hears is a lot of similarities with the sound from the past and it's to him it's like why aren't you trying to do something new that has not been done and um hmm. so the way i took it is when you're doing your writing why don't you put more energy and more put more energy in exploring your your mind or your heart instead of just kind of redoing someone else's art you yeah know i, I mean? remember she was telling it's me something like, he was like for every, it's it's the same old thing. He's like it's the same old thing, bro. He's like for every hundred rappers, there's only one person really doing it like he wants to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Actually, being created the restaurant was trying to copy somebody else, That's like 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 mimic a style. And I think uh, I think you can see that in people if you just try to be yourself. You know what I mean? If you're actually natural, it's a little different sometimes. But the crowd you get and the people you bring through are always like almost become friends like instantly. You know what I mean? Because like. It's just so natural. You're just like, this is, I'm putting me on the mic, you know, hear it out. It might take its time, but eventually, like, those people around you, they're almost like a family, you know what I mean? Because like, you're not being fake, you know, you're being real with your words. And I think that's important. Yeah. You know I mean? And another thing that inspires yeah. Indigenous cats and, like, us individually is we do a lot of, um, we love, or we, like, we are naturally on this path of unfolding, you know of discovering our essence and we listen to a lot of speakers and um there's this one particular from india and his he he just his wisdom is so simple and um so complex at the same time but our inspiration comes from so many things it also comes from like just being together learning how to be with someone how to create with someone observing them as a person so i feel like where i find my inspiration is not just in music it's life itself you know i get inspired by my pain like the pain that like makes me cringe when i think of you know my insecurities or things like that and when you get on the the pen pad with your pencil or your phone however you want to write you just turn it into gold you know so I feel like music like inspiration that, you know? is like when I hear that question, it, I really think like I get inspired by more than just music, you know, um, animals. I, I try to include animals in my art because I feel like animals need a voice, you know, and I've always been so connected to animals as a child. And um, yeah, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, powerful words. You know, I love, I love that, you know, you guys live your truest selves. You know, not just in your personal life, but in your music as well. You know, and you said, and it does make you guys. We honestly try to be better people every day. <laughs> <laughs> not always happens though, but um, we're, no one's perfect. But um, we definitely like are dedicated to a path of improving. I think that's like the hardest thing as a as it's a so hard. as a lyricist. Always like. To really do more than you say is almost impossible, you know what I mean? Because like, you just talk so much all the time, but yeah. Yeah. You know, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you guys you guys definitely um, occupy this very unique space in music, I feel like. You know, from like your, 
your music and your the content. We actually just had a, we had Cosmic Force on the show last week. Ooh, and, those are the homies, man. <laughs> yeah, shout out, shout out, Cosmic to Force. <laughs> they're cool. they're mad cool peeps, bro. I got mad love for uh, mainly the homie Jaguar. He's my homie, but they're both the homies too. Anytime we kicked it, they've always been great peeps, man. Yeah, shout out to Jag and Threat. They were talking how like with them, the kind of production that they rap over, you know, like wow, you know, you don't see like a lot of like Chicano or like indigenous, you know, artists, you know, rapping over stuff like this a lot. You know, so I wanted to ask you guys, you know. How do you guys personally identify? Do you guys identify as Chicano, Chicana, uh, indigenous, like a combination of both? Do you guys not ascribe to any kind of label? You know, how do you guys personally identify? I, I like the no label thing, you know what I mean? But I definitely, um, I definitely, like, I, anytime someone asks me anything, and if they say Hispanic or anything, I also like to incorporate a little bit of wisdom with the whole indigenous. I definitely, um, go with indigenous when I can, you know what I mean? And, uh, in those settings, but I, and I love the path of indigenous. I, I've been into, you know, ceremony. I love, I love the, the native culture. Definitely. It's, been, it's in my roots. And, uh, I got introduced a few years back and I got really heavy into that path. And I met a lot of great people. You know what I mean? That's how, I think I met Jag that way. You know what I mean? I'm not a lie. And then a uh, Jaguar. And then, um, so definitely. So I, I see for me anytime it's a, it's indigenous, but of course, you know, there's certain things. It's a deep, it's a deep culture, you know what I mean? And to talk about it, you really got to do your homework, you know what I mean? To talk about it because the whole Hispanic, Chicano, uh, back to indigenous, there's a lot, a lot of history with that, you know, the, where it came from, you know what I mean? Chicano would be more Mexican. I'm actually a, a Salvadorian, you know what I mean? I'm a Salvadorian, so we got Pipi, you know, we got mm-hmm. Lenca. There's a lot of indigenous roots out there as well, and I met a lot of cool peeps with that. So Indigenous, most definitely, you know what I mean? It's um, Hispanics, uh, a lot of Spanishness to it. So is the Spanish culture. But if you think about it, you know what I mean? Uh, as much as I love the roots, um, the only way to get to our people, you gotta have you have to kind of embrace that Spanish culture too because a lot of our people speak Spanish. They don't speak Indigenous, you know what I mean? To learn mm-hmm. our language. Although, although they got a lot of programs going on for Nahuatl and things like that going on in places, but... You know, you have to you have to speak with your people, help them understand, and then uh, start small. You know, what I mean, because if you, if uh, I've tried that before, you know, throwing uh, throwing big words at at people, and <laughs> like my mom or something, they're like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> like, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a small thing, you know. It's like a small. It's like planting seeds everywhere you go, and I, and then uh, cosmic force. I really mess with them because they're. They're heavy hitters, though, you know what I mean? They're, like, in your face about it, and I, and I think that's dope, you know what I mean? Like, I, I like that, that's why. But it's, it's the amount of seeds they're planting that's good, you know what I mean? Because, like, you might, it might hit, it's hitting certain people, they're like, what the heck's that? Oh, they, they didn't know about it, and they get introduced to a whole indigenous culture, you know what I mean? And I think that's beautiful, bro. I'm, I'm more, like, low-key about it, and I'm actually really deep into it, but I'm low-key about it. I like to just, I like to blend in with the, like, camouflage with it, but... Indigenous all the way back to the question, one hundred percent. Yeah, um, you know, I definitely I have indigenous roots too. They're not uh, Chicana or Chicano. My indigenous roots are from the Philippines. So learning about the native culture, you know, he's he's taken to me some ceremonies, and um, we really grew through that. And um, I have a lot of respect for that their culture because it opened me up to my own culture too you know it, it's it's sad but like the philippines they don't have a uh, a lot of their culture is 
not really um, practiced or acknowledged because the U.S., the Spaniards, they've just been like other countries' bitches for the past 400 years plus. And so like... It's like the same history, bro. It's really, it's the same thing. Yeah, and so... Oh, nah, it's crazy. And I've always been like, uh, like, I've always been, I want to say attracted, energetically attracted to the native culture just because it was so powerful and so beautiful and um yeah so I have a lot of respect for that and for the artists coming out yeah like you said keep planting them seeds we need them we definitely need them and um and I hope that we can do that for people too as well in our own artistic way you know yeah absolutely you know I, I wanted to touch on this question because for those of us who trace ancestry, like you said, whether it's the Philippines or El Salvador or Mexico or Nicaragua. a lot of time in. <laughs> As colonized people, you know, so much of our culture has been literally stripped from us, you know. So a lot of times, you know, we kind of have to relearn, you know, a lot of our a lot of our cultures and customs and stuff like that. And, and yeah. I see a lot, I see a lot of that going on right now. Yeah, you know, definitely. You know, so um, that's bad. I one hundred percent, bro. Honestly, and it's it's hard, bro, because like it, it's everyone's kind of Americanized, even ourselves. You know, it's hard not to be. You know, what I mean, and like to get back to the roots is it's a process. You know what I mean? To get back, you know, I remember when I first heard about it. When I first got in, back introduced into everything, I was like, I was like, what the heck is all this? You know what I mean? And it was like, and I got hit with a lot of racial things. You know what I mean? It was like it's um even. The crazy thing is that there's good and bad in everything, you know what I mean? Even in, like, indigenous cultures, uh, togetherness, there's also good and bad between those. And that, that's the problem. And I think that's a big issue that people have, even within themselves. You know, communities will be indigenous, and they're beefing with each other. And I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> come on, bro. Like, we got another beef going on. Like, it's about time to get together. So, and it's it's and it's and just a natural thing, bro. It's just, it's uh, Everyone's calling us. Everyone has personal opinions. That's, and that's, that's where it comes back to, like, some people don't need a punch in the face, you know. Some people need a, a little talk, you know, a little seed planted at first so um, to get our people together. But it's really complicated, you know what I mean? It's not a, it's not an easy thing, but it's, it's, you know, it takes one step at a time, you know what I mean? One step at a time, you preach down and it's, it's planting seeds and moving forward. And uh, it's super dope, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you know, like uh, one thing I think that is lost on a lot of people, like you said, it's it's there's, there's a lot of nuance to it. It's definitely complicated because... One thing that indigenous experience is not monolithic, you know, here in California alone, there are hundreds of different nations and tribes of people. And then when you expand that out to just the colonial United States, you know, let's not even talk about the rest of the Americas, just, just this United States alone, there are how many thousands of different tribes and nations, you know, and yeah. you know, not one single experience is going to be the same, you know, uh, you know, whether we are urban natives who live in the cities, you know, or we live on a res, you know, or, you know, do we, are we even federally enrolled in a tribe or a nation, you know? Yeah. And there's a lot of detribalized people, you know, that we've just simply have lost that connection that has been lost to time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's some people that, that are more like American. They're just all about it, you know, they're dissing on their, I'm like, it's all over the place. There's, like, there's all different types of ladders. I, you just reminded me of something because I heard something about like like India, you know, India because like the whole Indian and Indian, you know, things mm -hmm. get come, it comes up sometimes, you know, because Native American, Indian, and Indian, and at the end of the day, it's messed up because they're both colonized names, 
You know what I mean? They're not really Indian, and we're not really Indian. We're, we're before that, we were something. You know? Even the Philippines, yeah, yeah. it's named after yeah, Spanish. Fili- Philippines, yeah, Philippines named after a Spanish, like, it's like colonizer, bro. In 1521, the Spanish reached the archipelago through the expedition around the world led by Portuguese-born Spanish explorer Ferdinand Magellan. Claiming the islands he saw for the Spanish Empire, he established friendly relations with some of the local leaders and converted some of them to Roman Catholicism. Because the Philippines are a large archipelago, the Spaniards started to explore many islands. However, the explorer Ferdinand Magellan was killed during the Battle of Mactan against the local ruler Lapu-Lapu. Over the next several decades, other Spanish expeditions were dispatched to the islands. In 1543, an expedition was led to the islands naming them Philippines, in honor of Philip of Austria, who became Philip II of Spain on January 16, 1556. The name was then extended to the entire archipelago later on in the Spanish era. Natives, if we were just just to be people, you know what I mean, like, or or you you say your tribe, you know, I'm big, I'm this, or I'm a chica, you know, or or whatever. But they said something that that really reminded me of the native culture too, that there's so there, there's so much going on in language, like they'll have like thousand languages over there, and everyone's just living all over. Like they can't, even, some people don't even know, and that's how we are too. There's so many nations and like. You know, you can't even, you, they couldn't bring us down, you know what I mean? And that's the, and, that, and then the people are like, oh, we're so different, but that's kind of a good thing because the whole colonization thing is that one, oh, you're just this, you know what I mean? The one language, one money, one this, and it's like, we're so diverse, native cultures that you can't, mm-hmm. you can't find the head kind of like, you don't know mm-hmm. where the, you don't you can't chop the head off because like, it's all over the place and everybody got a head. <laughs> and so it's like, uh, I think it's a good thing that, and, and that's part of our culture where it's still alive. And I would, and I would want to see in my lifetime. Hopefully, hopefully, I can do something to, to help to this. Of course, many other things like help trees and stuff like that. But I would like to see the native culture brought up. You know what I mean? In a way of like uh, respected, like like in, in yeah. especially here in America, because this is the land. Uh, kind of like how they respect other other nations that had big genocides. I would like to have museums, things like where people like it's a respected thing. You know, like even uh, you want to do holidays or whatever, because. Unfortunately, the system's so deep, you know so what I mean? you gotta create it your own. Yeah, you that's know? what I'm saying. If I can spark it, I'll spark it, you know what I mean? But sometimes you you gotta deal with yourself. Sometimes your head gets in your way, you know what I mean? Like, But um, we're so deep into, like, Americanization. I know a lot of people want to chop the system off and, like, break it and destroy it. But it's like, um, are you ready to build another nation, though? Are we really ready? Mm. Maybe we are. Maybe we are, but it's not that easy. <laughs> you know, people, not everybody's in agreement with you. You know what I mean? It's not that easy. Yeah. And then um, it's kind of hard, but I would like to see a respect. You know what I mean? I would like to see a respect of, of native people that were lost in, pl- in places that there was wars. I would like to see like memorials for them. And like, th- that would be nice to see because it would be like one of yeah, the, it would be a healing just, process. You know, instead of I mean? just, um, you know, yeah. casinos, you know? Casinos, yeah. It'd yeah. be like more like, more like get together gatherings. They do a, Oh, this day this happened. There should be a huge ceremony in that area every year. You know what I mean? And like, but um, to start that, we need we need like us three and thirty other people that are down with it and start moving it and start gathering to people together and like, oh, wounded knee or this, 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 and that. This happened here this day. Boom, have like ten thousand 
natives show up that day to <laughs> celebrate that day right there. You know what I mean? And I think even our ancestors' energy would dance. You know what I mean? But like, who knows? Maybe it's gonna happen. Yeah. Maybe that's what we're talking about right now. You know? What I mean? You know, we I just can, had that idea while talking to you right now. You know, we can start with the with the missions here, San Juan Capistrano, and places like that. You know, or how many of our yeah. of our California indigenous relatives, you know, were murdered, you know, at the hands of the mission system here, you know, absolutely. Even that, bro. Like, like, they, they should, and I, you know what, and I, I, I want to say this, I'm not, I'm slacking heavy on that, you know what I mean? Because there's people already putting a lot of work doing that, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I would like, and I, and I'm saying this for people that, you know, aren't doing enough either, you know what I mean? Like, I, I do my part in my own way, but to get together, and to start to start getting together and in those ways would be a really nice thing for people, you know, like like oh on this day this happened. Let's have a huge gathering here this day every year. Boom and start that up. That'd be cool, bro. I would love to be part of that kind of movement, man. Yeah, no doubt, man. You know, we'll have to make it happen. There's and you guys and so many other artists are leading that push. You know, you guys are putting those ideas and planting those seeds in so many people's heads. Mm, cool idea. This gave me a lot of ideas, bro. <laughs> One thing I think that ties back to this indigenous influences your music is your guys' upbringing in L.A. Um, you know, I think just due to the history of California, you know, once being a part of Mexico and before that, you know, be, being indigenous land, you know, that yeah. that native influence kind of makes it like the mecca of like, you know, native hip hop, so to say. And, yeah. you know, I want, I want to ask you guys, you know, kind of going back a little bit with your with your own personal experience, you know. Paint a picture of your guys' experience growing up in your neighborhoods, you know, like in what ways has your communities and perhaps LA as a whole, you molded and shaped your perspective and the content of your music as well? Oh, man. But back to like uh, the community and how it sparked you. It's good over here. Okay. Community and how it sparked up a lot of. Hmm. It's a, that's a hard one to talk about for me at least because like um there's so much going on growing up bro like in the in, in like the neighborhood and now is there a, for like a certain age you're talking about i would guess you know stuff that kind of you know left an impact on you regardless of what age it is you know it, it could be something when you were five you know but it's still stuck with you and you still and it still informs your worldview you know what ways has your community not just informed you as a person, but, you know, in turn, you know, influenced your music as well, you know, and how you approach your music and put it out there and your content as well. Hmm. I feel like, um, growing up, so the neighborhood I grew up in the majority of my life, I feel like there, it was just so, it's like, presentation of itself like the whole perfect you know my mom's a single mom she um she worked her ass off just to get a house you know a nice house and then worked her ass off even harder to even keep it and so like we were always a family that like mommy can we do this can we do that no 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 but we had a roof over our head and we had you know a home but the neighborhood it just like it poked at me I knew there was more to than just like this suburb neighborhood than what was presented. And I always felt like this weary energy in it. And so when I like expanded my, my relationships with Los Angeles and all around you, you begin to see a lot more going on. And um, 
there's more beneath the surface, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like growing up, I, I felt that, like, heavy. I always felt like my intuition, I always felt that as a child. And, um, and then, you know, communities, you know, this, you know, there's a lot of spiritual communities in Los Angeles and everyone, I feel like a lot of people get on that spiritual path, right? And then you kind of realize, like, this spiritual community got something weird going on too, you know? And it kind of just leads you to, like, go back to yourself and um, take what resonates with you in a way and what doesn't resonate. And if you want to, like, bring that to awareness in your art, you know, that's awesome too. And just like the Native community too is very inspiring. You know, uh, Complex said there's more beneath the surface within every culture, but, um, you know, I feel like in life, these communities, just everything, you know, there's always something beneath the surface, but whether or not it's good or bad, it serves a purpose for you on your path, whether you can create it into art or whether you just absorb it and realize that's not for me. And um, it just brings you back to yourself, too, on what you could do better. And more and more, uh, I was searching, 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 and then all that searching, it made me realize that I, I'm the only one that really has the answers, you know, so, mm. Yeah. Damn, man. Well, bring back to that question. I got some time to think about it. I'm glad because, like, but, uh, <laughs> um, you know what? Growing up, now that I think about it, and like, uh, I kind of grew up younger, like in like, you know, what you'd call Hispanic community. You know, I mean, growing up, and I, I think that, and now as I grow older, I want to say indigenous. You know what I mean? And like, start saying all these things. You know what I mean? But I get it, both sides. Um. And you know, you know what's you know what's crazy about it? Everything is so like, like custom. You know, what I mean, it's like, oh, you're Catholic. Oh, like, um, you do this, and then like the the parents are working so much, the kids mess up, start messing up. You know what I mean? And like, every everything's so, so it's so like uh, it's it, what's that word? It's so like habitual. Like it's so like uh, it's just the same cycle and cycle and cycle. Yeah, people getting creatures of habit getting pregnant early and it's the same cycle and it's like uh i would like to like i i guess that does inspire my music because i like i like to be that like like that snap in some people's heads sometimes of like it's just so different you know what i mean that um i would like to change that about some communities you know especially growing up because mm. you don't gotta be catholic bro for just because just because you were born in a catholic house like Christian, you have, you have you know, roots you have, i think i think you have roots and like growing up even in school programs when they're young, they should have the choice to learn about those things. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. like, you should be incorporating more things about growing foods and, and cool stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like yes. I would like seeing that in a, in a youth children and like poverty places or in the hood or like indigenous communities or, or Hispanic communities would be cool. You know what I mean? Because everything's so custom, you know what I mean? Everything's so custom. Uh, Spanish communities, you, you're used to certain things. Everyone can mess around like, Oh, this certain spices, certain foods, certain areas you like to meet up in. And if you think about LA, like East LA is really deep culture. Like they got the the Aztec, uh, Azteca, Mexica, Tonatiu uh, with the sun in the, in the school. You know? They yeah. have a whole painting right there. But like a lot of people don't, um, they don't, they don't teach it as much. You know what I mean? It'll just be like curriculums about English and math and normal studies about memorization. But, I think the choice would be important, bro. It's like, no, it's not just go to church and this and that. It's like, no, like, this is your culture. This is this, this is that. Like, let people have the choice. And then 
it'd be nice. I know it's hard, but I know parents don't have the time because they work so hard in those areas. They pay low. And if the schools were to help children in that way, it'd be a lot better. I think it would set kids in a better way because, um, you know, growing up, your parents, you know, you're mainly by yourself. You start messing up. You know, everyone's throwing parties and drugs. And, like, that's, I think that people, and I think that's where my music does get inspired from. I, definitely. I would like, like to see what? a spark a spark of change in, in, in poverty areas and, like, other areas with that aspect. You know what I mean? I think it would help. It would naturally keep people on the right path uh, of just uh, curiosity, you know, mm-hmm. in a good way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I love how you how you bring up, you know, um, introducing people to more culture and their history because it's because it, you're right. It's not something that is really taught in our school. If anything, it's something that you have to pursue outside of like, you know, either it's through a community or maybe if you are fortunate enough to take part in like higher education. But of course, not everybody can afford or has exactly. time to go yeah, to school. It, it like blows my mind how we we go through high school, we go through school, and then we get out of high school and school, and then we don't even know how to live with this earth, you know, like live in harmony with this earth. And this earth is our number one mama, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, it just, if we can, if we can get back, I know we're, we're kind of in a time where we won't see, like, what we want to see, but we can at least plant those seeds for our upcoming generations, you know, because... You know, the time is now. We're kind of like in a limbo time, though. You know what I mean? We're kind of like in the awakening part of this and real and realizing it as numbers increase. Like, more people realize that we need to get back to the earth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, I, lo- I love how you brought that up, that, like, we're kind of in this transitionary period where, you know, things can go one way or the other, you know, and, you know, time will time will tell what, you know, what direction we ultimately go in. One thing I love about your guys' music is that it comes from a position that is decidedly pro-Indigenous. You know, your music is layered with messages of Indigenous empowerment and spirituality. As creative people, what responsibility and obligation do you believe hip-hop artists have in a society to be speakers of truth to power? You know, especially when expressing dissent and challenging institutions that perpetuate and uphold repressive systems. Hmm. definitely important man you're gifted a voice for a reason um it's not that simple though and i feel like uh strategically i feel like you need to be in a way wise about your just certain uh decisions that you make as far as wanting change you know change doesn't come just because you want to fight you know more when there's fire and then you come at a situation with fire, only more fire happens. Although it is necessary though, you know, like a lot of, a lot of um, change comes from that as well. Mm. But um, yeah, I think it's important, bro. I think it's important that, you know, you try to, you, you speak, yeah. you speak some kind of message of how you feel, but at the end, it's, it's kind of complicated too, because there's so many different kinds of people, you know what I mean? It's like, so like I think uh, it comes to it comes from that natural that like you, you gotta be natural you know what I mean like if you're gonna make music you really gotta put your emotions into it you know what I mean whether it be like you saw something about whatever like you saw an animal farm that was being tortured animals and you wanted to write a song about that you know what I mean, Boom. You know what I mean? that's the song or you went through something with 
a parent in the past. Boom, you want to write about that. Or you went to, like, you saw a killing, you saw this. You went to some nasty childhood or uh, you just saw something you don't agree with, you know what I mean? And, like, politics or something. Or, like, you saw genocide. Or you saw a video and you're like, oh. And I think that's I think that's a beautiful thing in music, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's so natural and it's always should have a message. Um, I think the only poison that comes from music really is when people are doing it for malicious reasons and then and then that becomes a trend you know what i mean so say this guy is up here making this much dough per se or whatever or has or has this image of what he is you know people like that image but that guy's copying another guy doing the same thing he's not really being himself he's just copying oh that makes money let me copy that let me copy that and it became a bunch of replicas you know what i mean no mm-hmm. one's like being themselves, you know, it's like, it's not like, oh, I saw this yeah, story, like, what are you I saw something and like, oh, I want to write about that because yeah. like, oh, and then, and then that, uh, is going to be a medicine for somebody, you know what I mean? That's what music is, I think is dope, you know what I mean? It can be some, yeah. it can be about the dumbest thing, you know what I mean? But like, it was natural for that person. It was natural and he wrote it about this tree or something, you know what I mean? Someone out there is going to be like, yeah, I was just feeling that the other day, bro, because like, that's how the world works, you know, everyone's. You know, they, everything is like that. So as an artist, that's what I would say. You know what I mean? It's like, have that. When you get inspired, write about that natural feeling. You know what I mean? Write about those natural things, a natural moment. Of course, there's different professions of this and like, you know, like entrepreneurship, like t- this and that of timing and what to say. But I think as a musician, those those are beautiful songs. You know what I mean? When it's like about something you want to talk about, that has a certain source a certain spark of energy that's natural those are cool things you know what i mean it's not just jocking somebody like oh that that's gonna make me this oh let me go there because that that's when it's got poison you know in the game you know what i mean but it it's, is what it is you know it's definitely important to um definitely spread your wisdom you know doesn't matter how profound your wisdom is as long as you can share it and as long as it's something that you feel deeply i feel like you can definitely move people yeah. You can move masses by that, by just doing that. And um, You just reminded me of something. I'm sorry, good job. Yeah. Um, we're, 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 I think we're watching like The Joker or some movie, bro. And then he, they, these people said some line. They were like, you won't really matter. You won't really matter until you're willing to die for something. And I was like, what? Like, And then, and then you think about like big, big legends in the game like that. Like never forgotten names, you know what I mean? They were willing to die for it bro like they put like, Bob Marley, like your, your whole spirit was in it bro. like your whole spirit was in it to the to the moment where like if i die right here i'm i'm doing this because i believe in this and i and those and i think that's crazy bro it gave me yeah. goosebumps talking about it you know what i mean like because like if you're really passionate about something and like you're in it 100 like even if i die like you like you put your your you know that in front of your own life like that's what people is like a whoa, you know, to me, at least I'm like, whoa, you know, like, mm-hmm. I, I can tell you for real. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I can tell you for real. And, and I think that's important. And um, I was, I'm definitely striving for that. You know what I mean? Definitely once, once I pinpoint something, I'm going a, I'm to a, definitely put my heart myself in it like that, you know? Yeah, uh, definitely. You know, I love how you guys talk about, like, coming from this genuine place. And uh, like, it has to be natural, you know, it has to be your heart and whole spirit has to be in it. And I feel like to a certain extent, that is something that's lacking a lot among contemporary hip hop artists. You know, a lot of artists bristle or shy away from such labels as being, you know, quote unquote, woke, 
you know, like a lot of and a lot of performers, you know, they get flack from certain circles of society when they speak on like social justice issues or whatnot. You know, like I said, you know, we had Cosmic Force on the show last week and they kind of discussed this. Do you think, you know, that like artists kind of have like an obligation to use their platform, you know, to like bring public awareness and, and you know, bring, you know, uh, general enlightenment? Definitely. I feel like as an artist, um, you know, even if, if, <laughs> I mean, there's so many different artists though, but I've noticed like, okay, here's the good example. I love Amy Winehouse, right? I love her capacity. She has such a big light. relationship heartbreaks and I feel like she had such a beautiful gift right mm -hmm. and I feel like when people are gifted these gifts they have messages imagine like all the great artists that didn't get consumed into this um the media like imagine if they didn't get consumed in that and they were more connected with their with the higher purpose I feel like like they touched her, you know, Amy Wine, or um, Whitney Houston, they touched the whole world, you know. But then, you know, the media kind of took over at that point. So I do believe it is definitely, you definitely have a big responsibility if um, you want to start creating music. And, you know, I feel like it's such a big platform that you can use to touch a lot of people. So why not? Right? Yeah. Yeah. absolutely guys but those two are like my you know they're they're great singers you know I, def I, I, I think <laughs> the same thing I mean like, I think imagine if they were like more uh, or if there was a like a I don't know I see that also with music when it's timeless it's touching you deeper than like the physical you know what I mean that's mm. timeless music and you know time, timeless music is a real thing Honestly, bro, I feel like we all we kind of like all have an obligation, you know what I mean, to like to be that. And then, um, I I I I try not to. I don't. Me personally, because uh, I wouldn't want to not be a hip, not a hypocrite, but like uh, like well, for me to be like, oh, an artist should be doing that, and then I'm like, but I should be doing that, you know what I mean? <laughs> but like. When you're talking about something like Cosmic Force, that's what they're about. So it's dope, you know what I mean? If, if, like, if you are what you do, then 
you're a, you know, G, I, that's why I fuck with them heavy, because that's what they do. Like, they're just, they're about it, they're, they're planning root, and that's what they like to do, and they're really deep. And I worry about that, too, definitely, but... Yeah, not everyone's about that, yeah, and not like, everyone's um, life is going to be about that, because we're all on a different uh, part of the spiral, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, like I was mentioning Amy Winehouse and Whitney Houston, yeah, but their, maybe, yeah. their path is to go through that and to whatever yeah, that needs. Th- maybe they have the things going on, yeah. you know what I mean? But, like, You're right. uh, that, but, but definitely, true. definitely, <laughs> I think artists should have an obligation, as all definitely. of us as human beings should have an obligation to really have that to really be given that message and, and not take more than we, you know, not, not take more than we should. You know what I mean? Everything should be a, a cycle, you know what I mean? But like, uh, definitely, bro. Definitely. At the same time, it's also art though too. And, um, you know, you, you have the freedom to create, you yeah. know, the freedom to do what you do with your art. So, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult topic, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like one thing I like is that, um, you know, like you, you, you brought up like cosmic forces that yeah, you th- guys, those are OGs, yeah. You know, you guys talk about uh, similar subject matter, but it is done in in uh, in in your own unique ways. Like one way I like to compare it to because you like you said tribe called Quest earlier. You know, you guys are like tribe called Quest, and someone like them, they're like public enemies, so to say. But that's not to say that you guys are completely different, though, because there's time where your messages intersect, you know, and overlap yes. with one another. Yeah, 100. That's it's that's a great example, bro. Exactly. That's like, exactly, because like, well, I'm sure when they talk, if it was if it was Chuck D and, and like a, you know, Q-tip, Q-tip they, they were talking, they they would be on the same page. Because when I talk with my homie Jack, we're on the same page about things. You know what I mean? It's just our music comes off in different ways. You know what I mean? If, if, of how uh, how the depths of what you want to perceive is well, I think we all have an obligation, and then um, I feel like the more you do, the more you, the more you're gonna talk about it. You know, comic force is like the public enemy in the native community. You know, what I mean? <laughs> series you just hard that that's OG. They, they really are. They're like the public enemy in, uh, for the for the natives. You know, music. <laughs> Music, for sure. That's a good. That's a that's a good thing too. For the enemy, hit hard. <laughs> yeah, for real. You know, shout out to the brothers. You know, they they doing yeah, some good work. Yeah. You know, but uh, one yeah. thing I want to touch on you about you guys is so you guys also talk about like decolonization in your music as well. You know, it is just another variety that it is expressed through music. And the term decolonization, the term gets thrown around a lot these days. You know, it's yeah. in, in academia. <laughs> online as a hashtag or a buzzword but you know as you guys who have taken this road to reconnect you know with your own roots you know tell me what does the colonization mean to you both personally and how is it expressed and manifested you know not just in your music but your own daily lives as well you know not just something in the abstract but something that is put out into the world that's a, that's a heavy word honestly the word decolonization is almost like consciousness or spiritual or or decolonization they're all like um they're all those like super po- like almost poison words in the community because everyone just says mm. like this and that but again it's the english language and it's already like from the gecko it's the colonization just saying the word yeah. but uh, to me decolonization 
it's it's a lifestyle you know what i mean because we are you're born into what 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 i would say is colonized and colonized is is being used to the norm you know what i mean not so like, let's say this like um in school we're we're taught to memorize things right mm-hmm. like you just memorize you know what i mean like oh yeah memorize this pass the test whatever and then you're used to a certain way whereas in like someone that's born in the wild or something like or born in more tribal rural areas they're they're taught you you, you have to almost use your intelligence you know what i mean like in, in like a in your body into intuitive way you know what i mean so yeah. instead of being like oh let me just look this up oh boom boom okay that 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 and being so technical about like oh this is the way it is you know or this this and that although that's good it's good to have that intelligence is decolonization for me but intelligence is also a messed up screwed up word because intelligence is not like well i'm smarter than you i know a lot no no intelligence is adaptation you know what i mean like being able to be over there and being like all right what can i use around me boom boom this and that oh this will be this this is a good idea um my cousins are really they, they kind of have sparked that in me a lot out here because always thinking of ideas you know what i mean like like oh this and that i heard about this nah, but let me try this and like always thinking i think the colonization has a lot to do with that like not just the, the norm, you know what I mean? Not just what you memorize or what you can look up. Like, no, your own inte- intellectual intuition of what to do with that, it, to me, is uh, decolonizing. You know what I mean? Being able to be intuitive about a situation, like, not just so, like, oh, this is what I this is what I heard, or this is, oh, this is what I said on Google, or this and that. It's like, Definitely. you know, you're using your own intelligence. Definitely. And I think... I think once people start, like, all right, there's this topic about, you know, the whole artificial intelligence and all that coming up. We're going to lose jobs, this and this and that. And this dude saying that, he's like, that's a good thing, bro. He's like, finally, people can start being human beings again. He's like, <laughs> he's like let, let the robots take care of all the, all the stuff you guys been doing. You know what I mean? I thought, I was like, that's, that's kind of true. He's like, you guys could actually start being human beings. You know, you don't have to be a robot, like, doing the same thing all the time, like, just because, you know, it's like, no, you're actually using your intelligence. You know, I mean, that's decolonization for me. Like, like wising up, using your grain, learning how to garden, seeing, actually watching it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, what works? Oh, what this, this? Oh, let me try that. Oh, and I think that's, to me, that's what decolonizing is. So every day learning to just try things, you know what I mean? Experience yeah. with your own self. Like, almost like a scientist, but forget science. Like, scientists, but almost just intelligent human being using your, your intuition and learning by conversating and, like, feeling and observing and watching and like you know being that being that you know being life you know being part of the cycle you know giving back yeah because we're so we're so in our minds you know if we're if we're here growing up in the western part of the you know the western mindset is very mind in the mind right and decolonization you know that is such a corrupt word or such like an oh it's it's like a I don't know. It's overrated. Yeah, I, don't like, know. I don't know. I don't want to hear about it. You like, know, I, I don't, I'm not even that. I'm just like, I don't. <laughs> but when I really think about it, it really reminds me like just being conscious throughout your day. What are you doing to feel your body? You're actually a human being breathing right now, you know? And growing up, we're not taught that. Yeah. And, um, and it's kind of unfortunate, right? For us. Um, so decolonizing from that robotic way of looking at life and mm-hmm. living literally in the past. People are literally living in the past, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm still going through that myself. I'm definitely not perfect. 
I'm definitely not always conscious of my actions. But I incorporate it in my day, like literally. I do things to feel 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 me again, you know, like to feel alive. Um, so it could be simple as that. It could be simple as what are you eating, you know, being more conscious of what are you putting in your body. That's so important nowadays because in the wild, wild animals, they don't get cholesterol they don't get heart attacks they don't get you know all these things that human beings get like we've literally created something it's such a norm you know it's such a norm like oh yeah yeah, yeah. Big, old, big old thing that's what we eat and it's just like and you know so robotic you know i don't i haven't done mushrooms in a long time and i don't think i will in my life but who knows if it comes naturally but i give thanks so much to mother earth for helping leading me to this awareness i feel like it definitely opened my my eyes you know mm -hmm. so um but you can get there naturally you yeah. know i wish i got there naturally because <laughs> it was actually a lot harder <laughs> using um it's like you know a, it's like a step at a time that's what the, that's yeah. what the car to me is like it's a step at a time of and it's also away from it's from, also like how are you going to raise your kids too how are you going to that's I feel like it's big. Like decolonization is bigger than the word. It's literally like it's like a lifestyle, you know. It's it, like you gotta incorporate it daily. Like yeah, we're talking about building your own mud houses. We mentioned that to my one of my family members the other day, and they're like, "Oh yeah, so that's how I used to do it. They used to grab the, the clay and like you know yeah. grab a little bit of grass, and that's how they made the house." And I was like, "Right, yo, we go over there. That's how they have them, bro." Like damn. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like going back to like OG ways is crazy, but yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a lifestyle, you know. It's more than just a word, like she said. It's much more than just a word. Um, and it's, it's a, a balance, you know. I like technology wouldn't have given us this opportunity to do this, you know, this interview. And um, I'm not bagging on technology, but I don't think it's a way <laughs> to go for our own well being as a whole. I feel like, well, either way, Mother Nature's gonna be fine with or without us. She'll mm. let us know, like literally 100 <laughs> percent. and also i want to add to that like uh, a good tool to help you kind of decolonize is get outside and listen to the wildlife and really um understand that there's this quantum you know dimension that is literally our first language you know and if you can exercise that within yourself which is a natural thing for us, you know, to communicate with all life, not just human beings. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, we're literally, we're literally a part of earth and the trees, the animals, we have this communication if we tap into it. And, um, that's, that's true. It's bro. a really good tool. And I've been practicing that. And, um, and you know what, not think about it, even like the native ceremonies, like uh, that's animals, what they're, that's yeah. what they're based off. You know what I mean? Like just the elements. It's like, yeah simplicity is like the, if you if you go to like certain things like just all about like water earth fire you know what i mean and like um mm -hmm. and it's crazy water, uh, it's crazy air. because when you're colonized and you start opening yourself up to those teachings that the natives have or even other you know indigenous cultures you coming from a colonized upbringing you literally won't understand until you walk your walk and you go and go deeper and go deeper and then it will start making more sense naturally yeah and then yeah, yeah just the openness of that too i'm gonna end it with this just like just to be open enough to be like 
We are colonized. I'm colonized. We're colonized. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm not telling you, oh, decolonize. No, let's decolonize. Like, like we're we're col- it's we're colonized. You know what I mean? If you say you're not colonized, <laughs> I better see. You know, I gotta see that. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's hard not. It's just, it's natural. You know what I mean? But it's a it's a balance. And like, I think that that that's a healing thing in the community. Like, hey, bro, we're colonized too. Like, let's help each other decolonize. And de- by decolonize, I mean like let's uh. Let's learn about you know you can you can even switch up the word. Let's learn about like these natural things, bro. Like let's let's be more sensitive to things. You know what I mean? Like more aware. Yeah, more aware. Let's actually like more aware and more sensitive and more caring of things. Like she was saying, like going outside and like being able to feel and then think about those elements is the core of yeah. every ceremony of everything. It's just and you those, feel it in your heart. The, the you know? slow steadiness of elements you know what i mean and like that connection of, of things that that's that's heavy bro. it's like the heart space is literally like your connection with all life and if you can get out of your mind and practice more being in your heart which is not an easy thing to do although it is easy <laughs> it's easy but it's not because we're so like there's so much going on that's it's a heavy word bro you're sorry that's <laughs> yeah. a, that's a heavy topic. Absolutely, you know, but thank you, but thank you for sharing your thoughts. Though I really appreciate you, you know. Yeah, yeah, appreciate you asking that question, especially a topic like this, you know. But uh, but but switching gears though, you know, going from um, you know the spiritual to now to the musical, you know, let's talk a little bit about your project, guys. Yeah, you know, music. <laughs> you know, back in back in 2019, you guys released your first mixtape, uh, "Traveling Souls Project." Tell us a little bit about the backstory of that project. You know, what was the significance behind the name and what was the recording process like for that project? You know, describe the journey of it all coming together and making your guys' first record together. Hmm. Okay, so we were in my old my old apartment and um No, I mean, well we recorded the first song we recorded on that track was Conscious Decisions. Savage folks, some shackles, so so the whole folk collateral. Gather old shadow, broke perceptions. What matters most is respect and the manners in which one reflection. Let's keep together, matters beauty and connection. Just mind your business, though, gotta keep this personal life separate. Compass, sources, energy, forming a sense of direction like an artist sketches. Write as a form of art, my own unique expression. Time traveling dimensions, mentally stretch the body's reach to get the higher perspectives. Like my protection, use it to shield the mental. Then look, my little spend some tiene la gente buscando esta energía aquí en el presente con el movimiento siempre para frente one step at a time conscientemente Oh, 
ladies. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I get excited just thinking excited, about bro. it. We have, some, we have some fun stuff. I think he has a dig it. It's real. It's nice, bro. It's just nice. It's, it's definitely a little more concentrated than the first project. The and, first project and, was more like having fun. And check this out. So there's going to be <laughs> the Indigenous Cats project, right? Mm -hmm. And there's going to be Conflicts project and my project. So we're dropping three projects. This oh. year. Yeah, so, so it should be fun. That way people can kind of like... And the dope thing Think about around, it, you know what I mean, and like find what to like. Yeah, the dope thing about it is we decided we wanna. I guess no, we'll surprise you. We'll surprise. We'll surprise it, and it'll just be. Just new know it's gonna fresh. be like that, you know. However it comes out, come but, out. But, um, definitely um, got a lot of songs and a lot of just a lot of art coming through. Yeah, we kind of like we kind of lost. I lost focus on organization a little bit with this whole COVID thing and stuff like that. Kind of like. But as far as flows and music is daily, I can't. I just so it's funny, my life, bro. It's so like, funny because I'll be like recording or practicing, and I'm in my mind, I'm like, damn, like he's. I wish he would want to practice with me a little more. But then when we when we get in our car and we do a writing session, or when we're in the room and we do a writing session, and he reads me what he has, I'm like, man, you don't even need to practice. But, but, I, but then I'm but I'm like low key. I practice every day. I was like, I, I just, I ha it's natural. Like, I'll, like I'll be driving anywhere to work or something. I have to spit something. Like, I just, like, I just. It's honestly. It just comes out. It's just. It's honestly things, an so. honor to witness, um, witness his own path. You know, because I'm all, um, basically always with him. So I get to see like the songs before they're released. You know, mm -hmm. and all that good stuff. So it's really an honor. That's I'm dope. pretty sure it feels the same way about me too, huh? No, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she's been count like if you guys she's always been a dope singer, but like as an MCO, I've seen her grow heavy, man. Like I'm talking about like now she has bars, you know, like where like you lit like at first it was all singing, it was dope. The singing was always like top Well, like, I combined them, you know. And now her bars, <laughs> like now her now her rap bars, I'm like, yo, like she spit some the other day that she had a show the other day, and I think everybody in the crowd was like what is she just saying? Holy shit. Like that's, it just like shocked everybody. You know, the skeleton, my thing. She has this joint. It's a, I, we performed it, but like, when it's just going to be for Messer it's going to be fun. It's from, uh, it's that Fall in Love joint from uh, Slum Village? Slum Village? Yeah, Slum Village. Bro, that shit is so fire. And it's going to be like a little mess around, but that's... Yeah, it's not for making money purposes. It's just like, hey, yo, check that this. Joint, like, that joint, when that joint drops, it's a single from her, but that thing is hip-hop, like, the lore, bro. I got to admit, yo. <laughs> yo, we're, we're all looking yeah. forward to it, you know? Look, yeah. Looking forward to a year full of music. You know, so with that said, guys, you know, as artists, you know, what do you hope that audiences, fans of your music, as well as people outside of the community, you know, what do you hope they take away from your music uh, that you produce as indigenous cast together. What do, what do we hope they take away? Mm -hmm. You know what do, what do you hope they take away from your music? You know, what kind of whether that's inspiration or learning or whatever it is that they take away from the art. I would say like if I could if I could choose what people could take away. I know everyone's gonna take their own thing, but I would say um, I like the word inspiration. You know, what I mean, I like I hope it sparks some motivation in some way. You know, what I mean, because I've met people that like have inspired me in a certain way, whether it be all oh, the past or be all uh, oh, the community or the colonization or this, or like all oh, the knowledge or this and that, or it could just be like music, you know what I mean? Oh damn, the bars and those bars. 
made me want, like I had some homie tell me one time that like bro I used like I used to listen to your bars and I and I used to be like like damn how did you spit that or something and then I would write more you know what I mean and I would write 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 and then now they're like and I'm like dude I feel the same way bro like because like you you spit something the other day I was like what the heck because sometimes you'll see that like some I hear an artist I'm like wow. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, and then like, it might, it'll be like, I go home that day and I write a flow right then and there. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta evolve, you know? Right. So it could be that too, but it could also be a message, you know what I mean? So, but I would say, I would say motivation, inspiration, and self-growth would be my, my mm. preferred thing, you know? Like, it'd be like, he just got inspired to grow. Whatever it was, it might've hit him hard, it might've hit him good, might've made him happy, might've made him sad, but but whatever it is, he took it and became better from it. You know what I mean? That, that would be my, my hope, you know, for sure. No doubt. Yeah. Honestly, I would have to agree with inspiration. I feel like all the, um, the people that have helped put me on this path, they had inspired me with what they said, with how they, um, how they shine their light, you know what I mean? And I hope that I could be, you know, just as bright as light as they were for you know little girls and boys who grow up in a you know either a physically abusive mentally abusive environment and just be that light you know be that light for them to to grow and um recognize that they have it within themselves because i feel like as a child the light was really dim for me and i couldn't really like feel it you know what i mean and music Music helped me a lot. Music literally saved my life as well. Without music, I don't know. I don't know how everyone would be. (laughs) (laughs) Music heals. Music is definitely an important ingredient in the human life. Most definitely. If you look back even like to like the indigenous people living 600 years ago, what did they do? They danced and they... Music was Music was big. You think about it, a lot of people just like, they'll be working or whatever, working out and stuff. And they just bump music. You know what I mean? And like for you to have, if say for you to be that music they're listening to, and you're also spitting dope stuff subconsciously, they're taking in good information, even if they're just like, just there doing their own thing. So back to that, I think it is important to, to spit something nice. You know what I mean? Because, uh, you know, you're planting seeds, you know, you're planting seeds. If you had one message to give to your fans, or if you could have your fans remember you by one thing about indigenous cats, what would it be? One thing to remember indigenous cats. Honestly, I always just want them to be like, yo, when I met that cat or when I met those cats, they were cool as fuck. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> almost like a, like one of those things where like, it just inspired them to be more friendly. But you know what, what if I mean? they didn't meet you? Even if they didn't meet me, like whatever, they just be like, "Whoa, that, they they just seem like uh like it insp- like it, it inspires them to like be more genuine to other people, you know what I mean? Because that's I think whenever I've gone out, I've always tried to be like really friend. I tried, you know what I mean? Like like, hey, what's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Like, that way, it's like uh, it's memorable, you know what I mean? It's memorable, like um, and I think that's cool, bro. I would like people to think back and be like, that dude was cool, peeps, man, and it just it just made him a little more lighthearted, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. towards the world you know what i mean i would say for me i guess not nothing crazy but i think that's a cool thing i don't know <laughs> mm. that's a hard one <laughs> what would i want people to remember me as remember indigenous cats as hey, you, yeah as an artist yeah. um 
I feel like I'd want them to remember the force of two <laughs> when there's two. I feel like there's um, more momentum. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd also want them to remember. I'd want them to feel like they're relatable to us in a way. You know, like they 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 feel like they know us because of things that we sing about and rap about. But um, yeah, he hit it too. The genuine aspect of us as well. Yeah, people look at me and be like. I feel like I know that person. Now that's a friend, you know what I mean? It's like it was almost like a friend, you know what I mean? I wouldn't even know each other, but it's just such a genuine thing. I would like to, because that that brings a certain friendliness to people, you know what I mean? Instead of like a or oh, be tough in the world, yeah, the world it's more like sometimes hey, hey, you know what? What's up, bro? Like yeah, I see you, man. You don't want to? I just met you. I'm gonna give you a hug, almost. You know what I mean? Like what's up, bro? Yeah, like, I feel going, that. You know I mean? feel that heavy because with artists, I've keep met pushing. a lot of great artists, and then when I meet them in person, it. It's kind of like, likewise, bro. Like I go up to them and I'm like, "Wow, your music is amazing," you know. And they're, they kind of have like this it's ego wall. built. This ego wall, and, and um, it's just like, uh, bro, you know what I mean? Like, I, whatever, I want to be. Um, I'm very egoless when I see people like at shows, and you know, it's just really all love. You know what I mean? And um, so I definitely want them to rem- remember that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that art, those artists that you come up to, and I'm like, dude, I met that fool. He was tight. You know what I mean? Like he was cool. You know what I mean? It wasn't like. Oh, he was whack, man. I've been bumping his music for like months, and then I meet him, and he didn't even want to say hi, bro. Like, yeah, it's cool. You know what I mean? That's inspiring too. You know what I mean? Because that's that. It just makes you know. It's like you don't might not even know that person, but you're like, "What's up, bro?" And it's like that. That alone was enough for that person to be like, "That is memorable." That's the homie. That's <laughs> like, yeah, that's it. And I like. I would want to be remembered like that. Like, oh, I met that guy. He was a G, bro. That's it. You know what I mean? Like respects you know what i mean it's, it's almost like a family unit you know you start yeah. building with the world mm-hmm. if possible of course nobody's perfect you're gonna have your off days but you know that would be that's why that's that's why it's if you can it's important when you're when you're presented where around these situations you're always in a good energy you know what i mean so so you could uh you could be your best Absolutely, you know, and your positivity and just the overall good vibes is something that definitely exuberates through your music you know and that's something that I really dig about your guys' work as well, you know, so. That's what's up. Thank you. That's definitely an attribute that I love, you know. That's what's up. And you know what? Back to that. Shout out to Jack, man. Shout out to Jack because he's really genuine with, with this page. He'd be posting dope MCs all the time like they are his homies. And uh, respect to him for doing that because he's done that a few times and I'm always like, good luck, bro. You know? Yeah, like when people, um, I'm a person that shares a lot of like local artists. So like I, when... I like that in artists, like when they're sharing um, other people's art. I think that's really uh, motivating. And I'm like terrible with social media, man. I need, to, I need to get on that more. <laughs> I, I used to be on top of it, but lately I'm like, I don't even like. I'm, I'm just, I don't even get on social media anymore. But I'm like, I got to. It's a blessing and a curse because sometimes you know, like it gets, it becomes a distraction too. It is. Distraction, yeah. But pretty sure uh, we got some stuff coming up. I'm gonna start posting more. I'm excited to show people what we've been up to. I, I mean, I'm really excited. New music, I'm going to definitely put a little more momentum to it so we can finish them up. And that leads me to my next question. I know we I know we touched on this a little bit, but just so I can put it on there again, you know, uh, what can you tell us about upcoming projects, you know, that you have lined up for the future in 2021 and beyond? You know, what does the immediate future hold for Indigenous Cats or for you guys as solo artists? So immediate, um, like let's say like this year, 
definitely going to have some three projects. We have amazing features um, on these projects as well. Yeah. I would really love to shout them out, um, but yeah, I kind of want to keep a surprise. Ooh, mystery guest. They're definitely, like, I have, um, I feel like we we definitely are building something. Yeah, so all we say is, like, you're going to get a project from me, project from Ina, and you're going to get a project from Indigenous Cats together that way. That way you get a little, you get your choice you want to listen to because it'd be different vibes. But uh, we're definitely, let's just say it's definitely going to come out this year. We're going we're gonna to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Hopefully summertime, you know what I mean? So, summer, fall. We're, we're really people that kind of like flow with it, you know? I know a lot of people are like, no, we got to do this, this, which is really good. You know what I mean? But um, with us, it, it if we don't feel it coming through, then you know, it's hard for us to, like, deliver what truly needs to come through, so. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> you know, so where can people find you and follow you online, you know, to see all of your work, they get all the latest updates on new music, shows, and promotions when we could start doing that again, as well as other events? Uh, definitely Indigenous Cats. So Indigenous Cats on Instagram, we got Indigenous Cats on SoundCloud, YouTube, and then... Um, they don't have it on Facebook, and I don't think we will, but maybe, I don't know. I think the most most but relevant ones would probably be uh, ins- Instagram, and YouTube, and then and then our web our actual website, Indigenous Cats. We're going to try to keep up with that. but um, And you know what? These projects are going to be on all yeah, the streaming we'll, platforms as yeah, well. Yeah, when we bring up these projects, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll be more announced once it gets to that point, like of, of the brink right there, we'll probably put on everything. Of these projects, of course. this is actually oh, gonna definitely. be so. This will be original beats on these guys. These are actually gonna be like projects, you know. What I mean, for you guys to listen to, and then anything, anything on like a, a old school hip hop beat, or just be for the people, like always, you know, like the first album. But yeah, it's exciting. We're definitely excited to bring some some stuff out, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I bring. We want to say appreciate to you guys, man, for for um, Step Off Magazine for the questions, bro. They've been some real G questions. Like I really like. I really like what you've been touching on and you brought certain things out of us. You know what I mean? You gave me a lot of ideas uh, from having this, you know what I mean? I'm glad sometimes you got to wait it out a couple of days, you know what I mean? To have this type of energy, you know what I mean? But like, yeah. it was a good, it was a good spark, you know what I mean? And uh, oh, I, yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know, so with that said, do you guys have any closing comments or anything else you want to let our listeners know about yourself and upcoming release of your music that I might've missed? Let's see. Um, let's see any shout outs. Um, shout out to Step Off Magazine. <laughs> definitely mess with them. Definitely got a good head. I like what they're going. I'm definitely going to mess with that. And then, um, nah, man, I think you touched on everything, bro. You touched on super, super cool topics, man. I think. Uh, we do have some singles coming out, too. So. We have some singles, yeah. We are coming out. This, we're kind of like in our sharpening sword phase or like, you know, our cocoon phase where we're really like, you know, not on social media a lot or anything. Um, but when these, uh, when this art comes and is released this year, it's going to be, it's going to be, be pretty fun. Amazing. Yeah, it'll be fun. It's going to be good stuff. Definitely good stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, Plex, Ina. Thank you so much for being guests on our show. Thank you for coming up on Step Off Radio. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Indigenous Cats, their project, Traveling Souls Project, out now. You could listen to it, stream it, wherever you listen to. Thank you guys for coming on the show. Yeah, mad blessings, bro. Thanks for having us, man. Blessings to everybody that messes with us. 
Internets, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Step Off Radio. Shout out to Indigenous Cats for coming through. We're going to close out the show with a title track from their latest mixtape. It's called The Traveling Souls Project, available now on YouTube and SoundCloud. And with that said, we out. Peace. 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 Certainly from the source Here I am today And I'm at the feeling of the stage And now my body will go through so much change It's like every year is a new face Makes me wonder why we only got one name Labeled through the process They call me CJ It's kind of like an energy formation Bringing together our massive creation Through ourselves purification Bringing all my deliberation And I want to mention Through all the nations That there is no stopping No destination so just remember, uh, yeah, and just remember, It's a constant battle, got a balance between the good and evil. We've been divided as a people, still choose to see peeps as equal. Low self-esteem, some folk need the hope, so uplifting minds, losing a high brain cerebral. Feel like what I write, brush the blood, pen be like the needle. Get underneath the surface, it's unconditional love that I put in each one of these verses. Not sure, but I'm certain, a time spitting what I do been well worth it. These bars been like the servers, help keep us connected. Galactic satellites, giving out perception beyond the regular zone. Get stretched out of Space to the nebulous roam Wherever the energy flow Go forever Won't never limit my growth On my feet Traveling soul Blessed to be walking this road Embody the part of this earth Though God in your central beings From the stars Can't forget who you are Planet can use A little bit of a soul Let's get involved Transform my form Evolve Keep the issue small Every day do more Better than I did the one before No life a trip Trying to keep all balances hard Some fall back into habits Even after they had already Supposedly moved on
bright, illuminate minds, a light in my eyesight, giving life to design, remind John images, filling the lines, writing with the script, the sentences, and there's certain incidents where the intuition gets sensitive, filling the vibes, live front like the innocent, hide behind backs, and find that besides disrespect, trying to take what's mine, that's the reason why so many of our people divide against each other, and sticking together, cause they can't decide whether or not someone even gotta go high, and feel better apart from the whole, rather just be alone, take care of their own, don't like to share, hold on to what belongs is theirs, cause a lot just vibe from what others work hard for at their jobs, and it's unfair, aware that there's a disadvantage, trying to compare the rich from the average man, like there's a tilt, and this world's unbalanced, and trying to fall back in the habits, gotta manage to keep mentally strong, trying to decolonize my daily goal, bending for reality, close my eyes, visualize, imagine things happening, decoding, hacking, this is just mental programming, living there. This episode of Step Off Radio is recorded at the Justice Center, San Diego, and our music was done by DJ Root. This has been a Step Off Magazine production.